Well, well, well. Ugly, inside and out, crater face Mia. A bombastic, ignorant, nonsensical, baseless, want to be CEO troublemaker. To hell with Mia and Peter. Oh, yes, oh, I say Holy Ghost fire on Mia and Peter and Thunderstorm. I'm going to do that at my next audition. Welcome back to another episode of Cake and Kombucha, Bravo, 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 effing Bravo podcast. I have a very, very special guest here today, Mr. The Illustrious Chevet Brown. And <laughs> that illustrious. <laughs> tell, us, tell us about yourself a little bit. Uh, hi, I am um, 38 and I live in New York City and I have two small children that take up every ounce of me, but I love them dearly and I have a beautiful, um, beautiful, beautiful partner. And you know, we're out here, actor, singer, dancer. Here, my, this is New York City, everyone. This New York is City. radiator, guys. This oh, is just a, This is radiator going, we are turning on your heat. That's all it does. <laughs> we are turning on your heat. And it scares the shit out of everyone. Literally, it does in the middle of the night. You're like, is someone breaking in? Nope, just the heater. No. Nope. I used to have a radiator that felt like you were entering Dante's Inferno, like a <laughs> circle of hell. It would just be bubbling like a cauldron in the corners. It like, is. It's disgusting. It really is. And I'm like, and we're paying how much in this rent for it to sound like this? This mm -hmm. is nuts. And we live in a great neighborhood. I'm like, yeah. This is giving, yeah, all my other friends who have their houses, they control their, and it's and it's disgusting here in New York because that heater turns on the minute it hits 40, but then it's literally a sauna, so you have to open the windows. Oh, absolutely. So we have the AC running, we have to have the AC running because if we don't, it would be a complete sauna. Like last year we were sweating. Yeah, that's the New York, that's the New York hustle. Radiator, AC on window open and you just gotta keep looking going. nuts looking nuts and no wonder nobody can sing because you're like yeah i'm dried out i'm completely dried out speaking of which i was waiting for you to say this i love that you answered who you are with like the core parts of your being because i feel like that is the era that we're in right now we are not our jobs we're not our professions however if you can stunt on the hose you should do so. So why don't you actually tell them, like, what did you just recently, what tour did you recently come off of? I just did um, Hadestown. Mm -hmm. um, did that tour. And then right before that, I originated the first national of the prom. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so um, I, principal, I, yes. Principal, basso <laughs> profundo. That, like Dominican instead of Italian. Basso <laughs> profundo, papi. <laughs> You know, we are out here. Um, we are so out here. And then I have another project coming up that I can't say yet, oh my God, but I didn't uh, this. I'll tell you afterwards, but I'll tell you when we're done. Um, so I have that. But other than that, yeah, you know, for me, it's like my 20s was like, what did you do? Like, what's on your resume? 30s was I, uh, okay, this is my resume, but I want family. And now 40s is- You're still in your 30s. We're not doing this, okay? I'm yeah, I'll be 39 next year. I know, right? Implicate me 
by association in this foolishness. I'm, I will be I will be 39 in a couple of months. So I'm just years, Okay. <laughs> I'm just segueing into my 40s. No. Because it is, I will tell you what I love about it is I'm just getting over especially in our industry as artists, it's like taking the ownership and power within ourselves again. And that's really for me, like always an advocate for and an advocate for, yes, this is my job, but I also have to have a life and a family outside of this job. And sometimes our job, especially as artists, they love to say family and it makes me cringe. Ain't nobody your family, please. <laughs> No, my family, my family doesn't fire me or my family's not like, you didn't show up to work. Uh, okay. We're replacing you. That, that's not family. That's also like, <laughs> what family are you talking about? Are you talking about like a, like a Kyle Richards and her sister's family? You know what I mean? Like, you know what I'm saying? Are you talking that? What is family <laughs> but legal abuse anyway? Exactly. So I'm like, no, I'm not your family. I'm your coworker. Okay. So let's get into this episode. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I liked it. I have to say I'm really enjoying all of this. It's petty. It's the petty drama that we want, you know? Who, do you know me? I don't know her. Text messages, receipts. And it's, no, it's not about some giant scandal. It's ridiculous. And I, that's what I, that's the reason for my season. I never understand what's going on with the fans because people are really, it seems like people are checked out. And even some podcasters are checked out. I'm not quite I, sure what I know. You know, I would say for me, <laughs> for me, um, I'm getting for this season with Potomac and this episode. There are parts I like, but I'm getting tired. Really? Of, I'm getting. You know what it is? It's getting tired. I, you know, they'll do one thing, and then I find with Potomac they stay with that one thing all season even if it's like that's not okay we've addressed it it's been addressed it's been there we kind of moved on now we're st we're pedaling back to bring this up to make someone relevant again who do you think is like how is being made irrelevant or irrelevant i'm gonna scenario? say it and i hope she doesn't come for me she i mean i hope she doesn't come for she will and that's fine i'm over giselle Oh, that's not a secret, but she's barely in it. People are really tired of her. And I'm like, she's kind of doing her job still. She's. That's my problem with her though. That's my problem with her though. She produces every episode, every episode she's in. It's there's Giselle being a producer, bringing up stuff, not organically in a way. And you, it just looks very, it's giving very, um, uh like reality tv circuit 2003 that's what it's giving well here's the thing i'm gonna diagnose this as you are sick of her generally <laughs> you you prepare to be sick of me because <laughs> she hasn't done anything like i obviously no one no one we can't no one can stand we can't stand you though but she hasn't really been in like i feel like she's been in the episodes a proportional amount to her role that she's carved out for herself as someone who has no personal life to share. Um, I feel like the, per I feel like personally that the editors kind of received that. Maybe they're also getting a little bit um, weary too. And they just are pulling her back because I don't even remember a private 
Like she didn't have her own scene about her this episode at all. No, she didn't. She didn't. And I think it's just with her. I think it was the episode talking about Wendy. And I wrote that down that it was a very leading question. It's, it was giving it was giving people versus OJ, and I needed <laughs> <laughs> not the people versus OJ and the more the resume. <laughs> Oh my gosh. But you know what I'm saying? It's just it's sometimes with them, they're just so um oh, how do I put it? It's like her and Ashley, you can always tell when they're like, I'm told to say and ask this question. It never comes up organically. No, but Ashley's devious smile and her forehead where you can see all her thoughts, as Candace said, <laughs> I just find it still so engaging i can't help it's it. engaging I love her. it's engaging i i mean the episode was interesting there were some moments i did have like well first for me i mean what is your thought on it with the NECA and wendy oh my gosh it's my favorite type of fight because everyone is telling the truth and no one is actually fighting about the thing that they're fighting about which we'll get into because we, yes. I don't usually read a lot of um, outside of the show gossip and chatter. I think it kind of, I try to mirror my own life in terms of just, I, look, I'm only engaging with social media merely for this pod at this point, um, yeah. which I haven't even posted about yet that I'm back. So anyone listening, please share it on your socials and I'll, I'll I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I wanted to like have a few episodes stored up first, but the tea was too hot. I mean... Wendy's releasing all these text messages and it confirms what I really thought. I knew it. I knew it. Okay, but let's start from the beginning. It's a very good place to start. Five pages of notes I have dictating into my uh, iPhone. All right, let's start. Um, let's see. You don't have to dig for gold when you shine as bright. I just registered. Their other taglines were so nuts that I just registered that Ashley's tagline is actually about being a cult digger. That part. <laughs> well, it's like hers. Who else is at Potomac's? They're open. They're like tagline. I'm just like. Well, Candace singing sing. a not high note when she said <laughs> Candace solidly in mezzo range. You got <laughs> when you sing high, like. I know. I'm like. When you sing the G above middle C. And then what did Karen say? When I eat them. Again, are, are people. What is her, oh my what God. Is, baby. Baby, get into it. Okay. Because then she had an entire Watch What Happens Live where Andy grilled her. Andy was like inside the actor's studio, just leaning back in his chair in like an, an extra nice suit he dressed up for the Dom. It's like, now tell us, explain this metaphor because I don't really understand it. Well, I, you, they, they always tell me I hump the fence, okay? So I, I cleaned it up for you, Andy. I cleaned it up for you. I said, I, you ride the fence, but you don't ride the fence. I am the fence. You ride me. <laughs> you sound nuts, Karen. <laughs> you sound nuts. You always saying I ride the fence. Honey, you ride me. You ride me. They dissected it, and she's and you're like, okay, so it's kind of like you're saying they ride on your coattails, you know? Like there would be no discussion of anything if it weren't for you, the grand dame. So is it better to say, I am the coat, 
You ride my tails. <laughs> she said, no. Okay, so moving on. Um, we start the show with a yellow Telfar bag advertisement. And Ashley has a matching Telfar hat. It's the fat and that it's that and you we still it's can't funny. Dress. They still can't dress. And then Beverly Hills is giving you Birkin and they're giving you like you No, know, but you know who was the first to wear the Telfar? Lady Sonia Morgan on camera. Mm -hmm. Did I ever tell you I never told you that I met Sonia in oh, you did. Okay, in a studio. I don't remember what studio it was. It was the one on 50th between 8th and 9th. That's like by the corner. Nola. Nola. Not Nola. Nola. It's like the area. Robert Area. It's it's Aria. Oh. It's Aria Studio. Yeah, it's like not like a it's not like a main selection. And I don't know if it exists anymore. <laughs> but um yeah, she's fantastic. I love her. She follows me on Twitter. But the fashions you have I was like Ashley with the yeah in the yellow hat. It's Ashley can't dress. Ashley, even the the very idea that you like even like her getting her boobs done. Just like I want disproportional boobs. Yes, because in that in her um confessionals, I it it's looking nuts. It's but the she loves them. So the the point is just that that's her aesthetic and I love it. Um me and Ashley, I would just roll my eyes when I saw they were both wearing camouflage because I was like, Great, we're gonna do this. Oh my god, did you talk to me talking about twins? Not the not the silence at Bravo. Right. Right. Um, Isn't it funny for me? Is, I have this question for you, Mia. Now, I find, for me, Mia in her cutaways, I'm not living for the wigs or the looks, mm -mm. but in when she's in the scenes, looks stunning. I don't know what I it is. I, I, I don't know if it's the makeup or if it's like they're doing too much for the professionals. Because she looks gorgeous when they're just in scenes. I mean, I feel like most people look worse in their confessionals than they do. Yes. I mean, to be honest. I mean, sometimes there's like a nice blur. I would say Meredith Marks. Look, come for me. Meredith Marks lays her confessionals. I really don't care what you say. Even this Britney Spears toxic look she has right now. But Mia, I just love Mia. She's a stallion. We don't have too many stallions. Like, she's the only stallion in Potomac, you know? Like... Mia's giving you Atlanta thickness, and so I'll always ride for her. Yes. Um, um, she's her fashion has always been like very BBL fashion, as they say. You know, <laughs> it's, it is. It's giving BBL fashion. It really is it's giving fashion Nova. <laughs> um, no one wants to go on the trip. I've never seen a converse, trip conversation like this before. Have you? Can you remember? You know Atlanta a few times. Okay, I have seen it yeah. before with Where Atlanta. I think like Alabama for for Kenya's event. Kenya's, where they're like, "Girl, why are we here?" My <laughs> thing is this: I think the trips they get more the small trips like that, like Austin, anything that's stateside. They're all are like, oh, "I'd rather be home with my kids, or I'd rather be doing some other stuff." Oh, you're flying me to Greece? Okay, this is work, but then I can make this. I can make a trip out of it. Once cameras are down, or why are you flying me to Austin so I can go shopping at Tom's outlet, the Tom store? The Tom store. You know it, exactly I was gonna... what I'm talking about across the street from like Kendra Scott jewelry. Yes, but then my thing was where they were shopping at when Ashley 
Mia and Giselle all met up. What store? What tourist? It looked like, like it was store? a Dick Sporting Goods combined with a Crabtree and Elevin. <laughs> it was giving Crabtree and El- Evelyn in like. It was giving that in like a, you know, when you go into those towns like Galveston or like a touristy area off of a ship, mm-hmm. it's giving that kind of market. Like we have shorts, we have tops for women, we have flip flops, we have cards, we have. You lost mittens. your luggage. You might have lost your luggage <laughs> and you need to get, but you know, the first day in the timeshare, you want to be able to get in the pool. I said, who's shopping here? I see all <laughs> nautical wear. <laughs> well, Ashley's house is coastal chic, so. <laughs> it's giving model chic it's giving it's giving model home chic. that's what i said i was like you haven't you went move from one place you haven't decorated to another place you haven't decorated yeah so yeah i i think you're 100 percent right i just this trip i i was just laughing because i've never i can't recall a time where it was just they were everyone was kind of saying the quiet part out loud in this episode yes. i mean candace basically accused giselle of trying to fire her Yes. That's how I, is that how you interpreted that? When she said, um, you thought if you didn't speak to me that I would disappear, but my black ass is still here. I'm like, oh, all right, sis. I guess, I I guess we're, for me. The fourth wall was broken a couple times. A lot. It was broken a lot. Really broken I think- too. I thought she was talking in circles and then she was like, she didn't want me on the show. I'm like, oh, okay. We're just, okay. <laughs> well, then it's like, I, yeah, Neka, I, I I have thoughts. I have okay, thoughts. Well, let's but hold, when we hold get, it. yeah, we will get we, there. Let me. Okay, let me. I'm gonna start through my notes. Okay, so we have. Let's see. Um, pork belly sliders and sea bass. My stomach is turning. Um, well, so heavy at lunch. I said, "Where are y'all going? Why are we eating this?" But also, why they just there's a lot of cafeteria ass looking restaurants they keep going to. There was no back support in the chairs. I was uncomfortable. Yeah, but I bet because these places. They don't want it's only certain places want them to film if you think about it i know but those places should get some chairs with backs just for the day <laughs> <laughs> my thing is why are they who's on here looking at their friends like this person stopped friending me on facebook that's what i'm saying even from last week we already know Neca- okay so I'm, i guess we'll just weave in the theories as we go along and then we'll have the longer comp chunk of this conversation about that. NECA is stalking Wendy. I, I, she's stalking her. Oh, yes. And how do I know I've stalked people? I work in the entertainment industry. You know, I didn't go to a fancy, well, this sounds really inappropriate. I was, I did go to a fancy school. I didn't go to a fancy theater program. So, mm-hmm. you know, my connections are from the ground up, mail chimping people, opening, like checking to see if they opened my shit. Facebook mess, you know, Facebook messages with Coleman Domingo. And then he gives me a, a, then he's like, sure, come audition for, um, what's it called? Diana, not Diana Ross, Donna Summer Show, because I, you have to hustle. So when you want those things, you do have to be scrappy. And so a hundred percent, if, if anyone, if you get on a reality show and someone in your loose immediate circle, even who went to college with their husband 20 years ago is on the show. I already know you're dropping their name. So, yep. but to specifically speak to Facebook, which we'll speak more to later. I'm going to write a note to myself. Note to myself, stalking. And then Teresa and Joe Judice T, because that's what this gives me. This, that's yes. a famous blood feud. 
And yes. That's between fucking siblings, okay? Not strangers. Exactly. Not like acquaintance, general, general, we're in the same social circle acquaintances. Also make a note, um, 33 million Igbo people in the world, okay? Oh, okay. That that and that's we are the like one of the smaller ethnic minorities. We're the, we're a one of the three largest ethnic minorities in Nigeria. I mean, not minorities. How do you say that? One of the three larger ethnic groups, but we are the minority one. We are like there's fewer of us. So, mm-hmm. and that is still thirty three million. So I just also the idea that like Wendy and um, Mecca need to be friends because of that. The DC area is like being in Lagos. Okay. So is Houston. So it's really, oh my God, the hubs for Nigerians, DC, Houston, and I'm sure just some other random places if I like that I don't know about, but like you, they don't have to be friends because of that. I'm so scattered. Facebook. Sorry. What I was trying to say before I interrupted you and myself was (laughs) that people were saying like, Neko, how could you fuck? Could you, how the fuck could you notice that he unfriended you? That means you went and looked him up. You study the shit. You look to see, are you still friends? All the time. You probably check it once a day. Yeah. And that was what got me. I was like, I, I mean, I don't look at Facebook. I couldn't tell you who is my friend on Facebook and who has dropped me or not. You know, it's Instagram. It barely. I mean, Instagram, you can kind of tell it easier, like, who's following you, who's not. I have no Instagram. That's I've had never had the relationship of like knowing who's following me. I'm like, Facebook? Really? Well, also, ooh. Facebook and college? Hello? 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 I said, ooh, ooh, not a white refrigerator. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Facebook is the white refrigerator of social media. <laughs> Facebook, that needs to be the title of this of The this white episode. refrigerator. <laughs> yeah, I... That's the thing, like when you get to college, it's like, okay, I'm sure you guys are friends because the the app had just started and you just- In college, everybody, everyone, you just friended everyone. It was a Facebook. It was supposed to be like a yearbook. You just, actually, I wonder if there's any listeners that don't even remember this ancient history. So um, let's take you back. The year is, I'm not gonna say exactly because I still wanna wiggle room with five years with my age for casting purposes. I would say for me, for me, for me, it was what, 2000? four five mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> it just starts you know it starts out with just a few schools that adds more and adds more and you friended everyone did you remember you could even message it was literally like you friend people and you could write on their like their wall. wall yeah there was no camera like you could only post up like one picture mm-hmm. They, mm-hmm. God, the big the evolution of facebook mm-hmm. so wendy's give i mean neck is giving stalker um <laughs> Yeah, I didn't like in the Crabtree and, and Evelyn when I, I did make a note about the way Giselle was like, so, so, so. Do we think Nick is lying about everything? That is the most leading question I've ever fucking heard. Like, you didn't say, do you think Nick is lying? You just said, do you think she's lying about everything? Which is basically a statement. Like, she's not lying about everything. But guess mm-hmm. what? She's not. Okay, so. But the my thing was, I love that. There, you could tell they don't like Wendy because they were so quick. This is a woman y'all just met mm-hmm. two days prior mm-hmm. that you're like, I believe Neka. She's smart. She's smart. Yeah, she's very smart. So basic. Like sometimes I'm just like, girl, there's a lot of lawyers in the world. They're not all smart. Well, fucking, if fucking Sweet James came up to you and told you, you know, Sweet James. You know what else was smart? You know what else was smart? Ted Bundy was smart. Ted Bundy, you know? Ted Bundy was smart. So was Linda. 
Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know who's, Linda. who's charming? My mom. And Ted mom. Bundy. And Ted Bundy. Girl. <laughs> I'm like, my God. But yeah, Ashley's sitting there in that purple outfit, which again, I didn't hate because I'm tacky, um, saying, you know, the reason, even though Wendy's been my friend for three minutes, that I didn't um, immediately dismiss what Nekka said is because she said it with such conviction. What if I say with conviction? She's an actress. That's to say, <laughs> she went to somebody's conservatory, took a good class. Also, she's a lawyer, so like, not all lawyers are good actors. But they know how to. They know how to be convicted. Like, oh, okay, that's they page know how apart. To argue points that they don't necessarily believe at all because that's their job. So. It doesn't make sense. I, it didn't make sense. I was like, y'all believe, man, <laughs> y'all just met her and already like, yeah, she, you know, whatever she says, that's, that's what it, it is. That's it. Now on the flip side, cause you know, I, honey, I ride the fence. <laughs> I, a, I have a saddle. Um, ride the fence a hundred percent. She's telling the truth. Like she, she's, uh, Neck is telling the truth a hundred percent. I think her mom, but did say all that shit absolutely she said all of that she absolutely said all that stuff and so like yeah they don't like wendy but also neck is telling the truth okay um i don't know who it is i have written down that these shrines in nigeria are real oh that was um i think that was neck talking to ike these shrines they have death and they mean death and destruction i have to double check i don't the shrines are not only bad i'm like pretty sure you go to your Babalao, and you can ask for like a love spell, or you can ask for like a spell for good fortune, and blah blah blah. I don't think the shrines are only for bad. I think that's some um, colonialist, imperialist, like everything we ever used to do before white people got here and gave us the Bible is evil stuff. Yeah, I mean I, that's what I'm buying. I'm buying from that too, and I think it's it's a stretch. It's a do I think. Like, again, I agree with you. I think her mother did, Wendy's mom did say all that, man. Her, her, mom, her mom's got, she's hot, hot for that mic. And making, and doing shit for the cameras. Yes. You know. A hundred percent. Let's talk about this G and Mia, though, because I think this is the most humanity I've ever seen from Mia. I, you know, watching that, actually, I feel for her. I do. I feel for because I think she... I mean, this is me always thinking this with any franchise of the Housewives. I think your first, everyone's first season, depending how they are, the first or two seasons, they're either hitting the block hard or they're timid. She hit the block really hard, coming in, coming in, and then now for everything to crumble with what's going on with her, you do. I. I sense this is probably who she really is. Than what we saw the first two seasons, to be honest. And that's the thing. I still, because I ride the fence. I still think that she is. She definitely like peppers everything she says with lies and can't keep track of what she says from one moment to the next. Because even in this segment, I noted that she's like, "You don't like living in this apartment. You're losing all your money." But then you want Gordon to retire? She said, I want Gordon to retire in the confessional. I was like, whoa, 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 what? Where did that come? With what money? What are you talking about? 
I wonder if there's more to what they have. I wonder if they are doing, I wonder if they have a, I hate, you know, it's when people get on these shows, it's kind of like Teresa and all these other people. When you get on these shows, now you're out here and now your money's out here. So if you're doing some shady stuff, it's going to be easier for people to find you 100%. as opposed to when you were not seen out, the Jin Shaw. So I wonder if they have more at that kind of money coming in. You're that... wondering if she took $10,000 out of the ATM and bought her some <laughs> cash. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wonder if, I wonder if they do. I wonder if they have like their business deals because there's they keep saying business and anybody on tv that says business deals i'm like you would just say what you have yeah, you wouldn't because, go. yeah it's so sketchy to say business deals like say you know we buy things and we sell them on amazon i mean yeah like the only thing i could see is like maybe it just doesn't sound glamorous what you do and mm -hmm. you don't want to really talk about it like what we do drop shipping you know yeah i'm a drop shipping heir so i don't know but it definitely doesn't sound good um, and then I wanted to know, are the shareholders the same people as his family? Is that the same thing? Child, the shareholders are, they're doing some, the, the shareholders is Pookie and them. Um, <laughs> did, 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 but that it's giving that energy for me. That's what it's giving, but they're smart to announce it in this kind of way. Well, Cause what were the businesses again? They were honey. Um, Okay, so let's let's go to chiropractic. The crack, what is it called? The crack, crack is whack. Uh, my <laughs> neck, my back. Show me the receipts. Show me the receipts. Oh, show me the receipts. <laughs> show me the receipts. Chiropractic. Um, and the joint, the joint, the joint. I knew it was a drug. Crack joint. Okay, the joint. So they had those. <laughs> Your face. <laughs> it's some. It, it's a. It's a front for so something else. So you think else. they're laundering money through uh, the crack chiropractic? Yes, there's a crack, <laughs> and they can slide the money through the crack. <laughs> God, I'm gonna get canceled. Everyone hates me. They're gonna be like, "That guy has a lot to say about these shows." No one is. Are you kidding me? <laughs> this is what the people. This is what the people came for. This is what they want. This is what they want. Um, but honestly, we did just start like ragging on her business after we we're like, "This is the most humanity I've ever seen." <laughs> that, that's what I'm saying. I, I'm saying, like, I feel for her, but your crack is crack. <laughs> crack is wag, and you're a lie, and the truth ain't in you. <laughs> but I feel for you. But I feel for you. I, but this is the realest. I, I'm one of those people. I like when I see um, vulnerability mm -hmm, in me too. the housewives. I love when you they bring down the glam. I don't like you. I, I could care less about the glam. I want you going through some real shit and not real shit. This is what she's going through is difficult. Like even it's just like person. I would say you know some people. I don't want to see the cracks in um, the institution. Um, no, the Black Bill Gates and the Ground Dumb. I don't want to see that. I want this ridiculous. I love that I never know anything you're saying and it doesn't make sense. That's because that's great character work. With Mia, she needed a little bit of substance because you can't just start with everything being so flighty that we have no idea who you really are. Then we just don't have a strong sense of your character. I think she needed this moment, but I mean, so to go back to dragging her, I, I mean, the fake therapy that happens on Housewives, I'll never take seriously. It's more like a place to either make press releases or kind of campaign for the way that you want um, viewers to see you that season. Well, 
it's funny because my uh, my husband is a therapist and he kind of looks at those like this is so not in touch no. like this is i'm not buying any of this is like no and, no as someone who's in therapy i wouldn't trust a therapist that would even go on a show with me though she's probably the best therapist i've seen of a therapist let's yes, get that I think she, is. she was very much like I'm here just what's she actually asked good questions. She actually listened. She did. So I'm gonna give her <laughs> let me not come for her head, but actually out of all of them, the best, actually. I do think that. Um, um but I I wanna the point that I have noted was she says he was pushing very hard. He was applying it to the shareholders and company and they voted him out. Now so you again she's making being very clear to blame him for the things that go on every chance that she gets you know questioning him on the air did you commit fraud or whatever she asked him like that's crazy if we cared about her more that would be a huge deal i mean these people spend entire seasons denying crimes and then go to federal prison and this woman is just on here being like i don't know did you she's trying to pull an erica jane and trying to act like she don't know what's going on. Oh, damn. So yes, um, I did want to mention now that we've spent time being insensitive and driving Mia, how horrific, <laughs> how horrific what she ex what she experienced was, and I I completely believe her when she you know has she even ever cried before i don't if she's cried I've never seen like we've real seen tears. this well, yeah you know the tears we see is like. Oh okay, yeah, no, this wasn't a this wasn't like a dabbing your eye with a triangle uh, mm -hmm. with an isosceles triangle. This was <laughs> these yes. were genuine. Just uh, that feeling of like, what if, what if, what if, what if I did something differently? What if this? How could it ever be this serious? Um. I mean, I want to cry thinking about it because I, I have known people to, and you just. And it's difficult, I bet. So hard to comprehend. And you don't want to think that, oh, I thought I was doing my right thing, the right thing. Oh, we should tell the audience if they haven't seen the episode that mm. um, Mia and G had a lawyer who did a sale for them. Again, they don't mention what the sale is. And they said they, he told them he was holding money in escrow. Um, which I thought was only for houses. I don't know. I, that's what I thought. And I was like, that's like, well, no, you could, mm, if you're doing stuff like that, yes, it's like held it before once every legality is finished, then it can be released. Usually it's okay. like a bank account or something. Okay. So, yeah. So the, the money didn't come to them. They started to realize that it was never coming to them. Um, they reported it to the bar and he was disbarred. Which to me suggests that he, you know, I don't actually. I'm let me not let me not say the bar uh, association is reputable. I don't know them. Mm -hmm. um, I would I would assume that they investigated. I don't if if it's like other white collar professions, um, it's really hard to lose members. They want your membership. They want your money. Like they don't try to take licenses away from that or from medicine and stuff like that. So they disbarred him and. Um, he ended up taking his own life and he had a kid and a wife and it mm -hmm. just, she has a scene where she, when they're in Austin, she goes away with Robin to talk to her about it because she knows Robin 
went through that with her friend. And I don't really think we ever, we don't really kind of connect Robin's whole uh, being stuck in her situation with that feeling that, you know, this is my fault. Somebody has died. And then I, and maybe it sometimes makes you feel like, well, I have to keep my family together or else somebody died for no reason. Um, and this is in reference to Robin's friend who, um, who I think put their money in a pyramid scheme and then he stole from them and then he ended his life, which she's talked about on the, uh, the reunion. So, mm-hmm. um, Rob, uh, Mia is now, it seems like their marriage is disintegrating because G won't listen to her and he didn't. And in therapy, he, he respectfully said, I love that you're so sensitive, but I can't, I have to do what's right. And that's really why you love me is because I'm the fighter. You're the, you know, one who do cares. We think, do we think sometimes with G and Mia, you know, it's especially in relationships when someone's younger and they're coming in and somebody had the money first mm-hmm. and not, and now maybe in her scenario of things, she has gone up on her money mm-hmm. and now he's doing this, but he's not you. I hate to say yeah. this, you know, it's like that, like, I, you don't understand, but it's, and she's getting frustrated. Like I actually, this is what's right. And maybe I don't need you in that facility anymore. And it doesn't even, well, yes, she absolutely makes her own money now. Yes. But even I think in relationships when someone, I mean, usually the older person is going to have more money, right? Just because they've been in the workforce longer. Yes. But I don't even think it has to be that. I think it could be that, um, you just grow up and you get more mature. So the person that was easily influenced or kind of did everything you said, cause they mm. not even in a toxic way, just they respect you because you're a respectable seeming, you know, sensible person, which G kind of does seem like when he's not drinking. Um, <laughs> Come on. <laughs> when he's not. <laughs> yeah. You're like, what is when he's not making lizard faces at the, uh, the grand dame. Um, yeah, it's like she's like I have more of a voice now. I have an opinion about what's right and how we're gonna do things. And yes, it intersects with business, but I'm coming from the emotional aspect, saying, please don't fight. Please do not, you know, end up estranged from your whole family. But when she said, "What if one of them does something like that?" I was like, "So has one of the family stolen from them?" That's what makes me think that these shareholders is family. Yeah, I think it is family, but I also remember Andy trying to get direct answers out of her during the reunion about the business structure, and it was they a lot. Get, But that's what I'm saying. It's some shade. It's giving Jin Shaw. It's giving... I was, I was just going to say, because I'm like, well, deja vu. Who else's business did I just not understand? Jin, Jin Shaw. Shaw and fucking Heather sitting there being like, I mean, no, I never have understood what she does, but... She's amazing. She's a four, like Heather. Heather, girl. So many issues. I Heather is the most sadomasochistic person I've seen on television. She's like, abuse me. Abuse me in, in the name of <laughs> friendship and love and churning butter. Abuse me. Abuse me. <laughs> but yeah, I, yeah, the Mia thing is really hard. And then I, and then I think about her upbringing and how one of the problems yeah, one of the bonuses of being with G was probably having a stable family structure, which well, and you're searching for that because you didn't have it. So exactly. somebody, so someone who gives you the little, the most little, a bit of like, here it is, you know, they, I, 
it's difficult. Yeah, and one of the most heartbreaking things about this scene, just to close this moment out, was Robin crying. And when she cried, she had a beaming smile. I saw that. And I all the time when she does her dumb smiles and stuff, that is her. There are tear, yeah, there are tears behind that. Well, because oh. you're probably conditioned. You know, it's like those people who laugh, like yes. laugh through awkwardness, laugh through pain because they yes. it's, they don't really know how to hand, don't know how to put a handle on. But them. now this, I don't care with a big upturned with your corners, your mouth upturned is it's one thing to know that she just like smiles and laughs through awkwardness. But I think now I'm like, Oh no, you smile through devastation. So now I have to look at everything you're going through differently and possibly stop making fun of you. All right, let's contemplate whether we're going to stop making fun of her and let's take a little break. And then like, let's dial down next on this NECA, um, I was about to say NECA Mia, NECA Wendy fiasco. Sorry, we should say that black dog parenting is happening right now. Yes, because, you know, they really try. Stop it and go sit down somewhere. I said, I know you're not trying to chew the pom-poms off that pillow. I know you're not. And they're just looking at us like, human, what? No, they're looking at us like they know exactly what we're saying. And they're going to do it anyway, because we have little stubborn breed. Mine is a chihuahua, dachshund, and yours. He's a schnauzer Yorkie, just stubborn. God, I want a big dog that's just honored to you. The big dog's like, I'm just happy to be here. I got 10 years. So what do you need? <laughs> it's true, though. They got We got about 10 years, and we're here for you. The little dogs are the ones that are like, that's that's the way they are. Speaking of big dogs, um, so someone wants to be a big dog. His name is Ikena Ihim, Gosh. and that's Neka's husband. Um, he has a Wikipedia page, which... I think it's a red flag, right? Having a Wikipedia page and not being like famous. Narcissism. But you could tell why, why uh, last night my husband was like, I don't like him. I was like, I don't either. Because you can tell, either. you can totally tell by watching him. Even the way he starts up stuff. It's like, oh, you watch the show. Oh, you, you're you sitting here. Uh-huh. And I if there's anything worse is when a husband tries to get their little two cents of fame. It exhausts me. Let's think about all the husbands in past franchise. Peter, PK, um, all of them that. And that's why Peter. That's why Peter's being cursed with Holy Ghost fire as we speak. It's when you're trying to do too much in a show. I like a husband who's just there and it's like, "What do you need, babe? Come in." Oh my God, I love a um Gertie's husband on Miami. I'm, I'm not or deep you're not in deep Miami. in Miami, but you know what I mean, like, like Lisa Rinna's husband, who's an actor. But he knew, he's like, you get five minutes of me. I'll come in, out of there. As much as I can't, I mean, Whitney, Whitney's husband on Salt Lake. I'm not going to lie. I, I love like him. him. I hate that she puts him in head to toe Chanel, but. Um, I hate that she puts him in awkward situations, like A, losing your job for rubbing on each other with body paint. And then this season talking on Meredith's podcast about how they had sex in the office while an employee was and, nearby. And getting fired yet again. And get, get, there she goes, just sabotaging his group, his checks. Like, you still live in Salt Lake City. But you know what I mean? Those the husbands I like. The ones who are out here like, you know what? 
PK, like PK is always talking to Durant and just like, I want to be in this scene here with you and talk about all the stay there. PK thinks he's so funny. I spoke about that on, um, I think one of my solo recaps, just that we have to stop, like we have to stop blowing up the heads of British people and just like really projecting that all of them are clever. Oh yeah. Okay, we fought the Revolutionary War. Oh yeah. We won. You don't have to kiss up to PK anymore. Okay, but it's like so. That's Neca's husband. I was like, why are we in this? First off, why are you in this um, this OBGYN office? Sucking up all the and air. Let's keep it real. She needs to leave that doctor because I don't trust him. I said yes. I said he did it too. This is very dark, but I'm going to tell it anyway. Maybe I'll delete it. So, right after my mm-hmm. dad passed away. I went back to Princeton. I only took like a week off school, went and got a therapist. And the first therapist that I walked into, as soon as I walked into his office, he started speaking Igbo oh. to me and then said, okay, Asia, Kalechi, okay. You know, I, I was in the Peace Corps in Nigeria and I learned, I said, I don't I care. Don't care. I, I, my, my connection to my culture has just suddenly died unexpectedly. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here to see you to talk, not to. And I don't speak the language, and you're traumatizing. You're literally traumatizing me because you want. You saw my name. You want to talk about your travels like 40 years ago. So that was the last time I saw him, and that's what this doctor reminded me of. This young, this woman is here for infertility issues. One of the most, you know, fraught, traumatizing, stigmatized things that. A woman can go through and you come in the room and you she, the doctor didn't even look at her he just said e him where are you from that and that was for me that was for she's obviously Ebo as well it was like, just disgusting and then the, I, i'm the one with the uterus and then i was like do we understand one word he said i didn't want i was like what is he saying but then it was it was just awkward i was like oh your bedside manner no Terrible. terrible like he he didn't have time to speak to her what it is it's probably homeboy's brother or somebody in the family i mark my words peter's brother <laughs> no but you know what i mean no her husband what about watch that's her husband's like friend or somebody that she doesn't even really go to that OBGYN. watch oh yeah yeah they were trying give, to give, give him, him give shine. him oh my god I mean... it's getting to that point where i'm like oh y'all are really yeah, and then the way he was talking and saying, I, I just, and then you can tell she was getting annoyed because she's like, be quiet, be quiet. She said, stop talking. First of all, they're, they don't like each other. And so what's going to be really interesting is a second season divorce plot, but watching two Catholic uh, Igbo Nigerians stay married because getting, it's not that divorce doesn't happen, but it's like, much rarer because it's looked down upon they're just gonna be it's just gonna be stop talking shut up i feel like he i feel like he saw the cameras it's like well let me get me my couple change and my couple things out of this and she's probably like hold on this is my gig well here let me i pulled up his instagram um so it says doctor psalm 91 what's his name Joan? Let's go through this. Philanthropist, board certified medical doctor, night lounge, night lounge investor, a night lounge. 
is that like the night circus um influencer with thirty nine thousand followers okay i mean to me that's a lot uh, uh. i still think it's weird to like okay let me say that this about the number it's weird to be in the act of influencing and write you're an influencer that's strange like it's obviously if you have like you know above twenty thousand followers you're what is this nce prince they it's a title and people always try to make it sound like prince is like the direct corollary but it's like literally a, a title in his life he's from like a village he's from a village that's like alabama or well maybe florida a florida man I'm trying to look at i'm looking at all his stuff i'm like are you a doctor are you a no, he's a real doctor but here's a real sketchy thing let's just get into this sketch so wikipedia but i have to read you this because it's hilarious and then we're gonna get on to his wife okay because that nasogastric yeah. intubation is when they you know endoscopy so this is what happened he wrote a paper in school with five other people and the paper is not even substantial. Like people were like trying to like psh, 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 bust it out before they graduated. And that was so like he wrote it. It was published like 2015. He graduated like a, like in 2014. So he already, you know, was already submitted before then. And then you're going to phrase your Wikipedia to say best known for his work. Like that implies that you came up with some new method or improvement to the technique or technology you know, when it's people, very dishonest you know, it's not appropriate when people are just really thirsty parched parched for pain parched parched, parched for pain parched so yes so as i was saying like before i love this fight because everything everyone's saying is true and it's all incorrect and it's all wrong and everyone's wrong and everyone's right and i don't there's not that much lying there's just kind of wording it's just so, it's just, I, they are just giving me, I don't know, it's the, what is, what do you call it? Um, fans. They seem like fans. They are fans. They're, they are fans. Fans that's, that got on the show, and I'm like. Yes, and that's why Wendy was annoyed, because her name is factually being dropped. These, the, the, these crazy, okay, I said to the listeners, I don't usually read a lot of stuff outside of watching this show. You know, it's obvious things like, you know, Shannon drove into a yes. house, things like that. But if you read these text messages that they both keep releasing, they both release texts that confirm that the other one knew, knows the other one mm -hmm. and that the, each one of them is downplaying how much they know each other or like, or like obfuscating and like deflecting. So should we start with the text where should we let's start with what's actually on the screen yes okay so we go to this poolside meetup which really irritated me because it's very clear no one intends to swim <laughs> not it, it neca did she at least had a bathing suit on and the skirt wrapped around neca did have a bathing suit i still was like that's not a bathing suit cover-up dress like that's too tight when you take it off it'll like but nobody everybody you know? else was there to go to um to lunch or go to dinner i can't i think that if you walk by a swimming pool in a field and you don't acknowledge it 
God. <laughs> God hates. God is inside. The pool is inside us. And everyone is inside me. And everyone knows. Okay, that was a color purple. Sorry. It's relevant. It's coming out again. But that is how I feel. I feel about swimming pools the way that Suge feels about the color purple in a field. Look what God has made. Look what God. <laughs> Why would you walk? Why would you just not get in pools ever? It's so annoying. I would kill to have nobody access has, to no, nice they, pools. Nobody has Karen's um, cornrow braid um, wig to put on <laughs> to go into the pool. You remember that tragedy? Oh my God. Don't ever invoke that. You want to talk about demonic spirits? Wait. Okay. The pie. New segment. We're going to talk about the pie, and then we're going to go back to everything else. The pie I is the same as that. riding the fence and riding me. <laughs> the, we're talking about pies, my my sis. Here's the thing. So if she I, also said it like everyone would just get it. She says these things as if they're known. I'm gonna put Robin back. I'm putting Robin, I, I, half of half. I have half of her. And then half of hers in the freezer. It's like a pie. I'm doing everything like a pie this year. Every you you portion out what? And half of your pies in the freezer. Robin, you don't tell the truth, so your pies in the freezer. Now, I'm not gonna hold it all the way against you because you're in love with him. I'm I think I'm conflating things that were on um Watch What Happens Live. But my thing was my husband said the same. He goes, and I went to him like, I hate when people tell you I have a problem with you, but I'm partially okay with you. But I'm still, we still got some beef, but we'll deal with it later. What do you do with that? What, what do I, go fuck yourself. Look, Karen can do that. She's the grand mom. Everything she does is completely pretentious, inappropriate. It makes no sense. And if you don't, I mean, the only thing to do is just enjoy it. Like if she That's told true. me she was halfway impressed with me, I would be, it would be like Monica and um, Mary. I would just be trying to get in her good graces. I remember the first season or second, rather, when Ashley, you know, was shopping with the Dom and she was trying to teach her how to be like a proper lady, like, like my fair lady, Pygmalion. <laughs> Can you imagine that? Uh, oh, Karen, I didn't understand what you say. <laughs> the rain in Potomac stays mainly in what? The crab kikes in Potomac. <laughs> or, yeah. or Karen says, riding the fence. <laughs> she also said that uh, Robin was a, um, it's, it's a $2 pie from Safeway. To which I ask, when is the last time you've been to Safeway? Oh my God, I have another, okay. I really do have to read my notes because I have another smoking gun. Okay, so this is going to be a little just note for me. Okay, back to NECA. And don't laugh. Is that your is that your shrine? Editing. It's for editing. <laughs> no, it's so it's so I see the sound wave like peak, so I know where this section was. Oh my gosh, it's hilarious. Now you're accusing me of witchcraft. Uh, but remember, we said though it's not it's, it could be positive or negative. Yes, it is. I'm um, I'm open to it. Um, okay, so. Another lie on the air. Did anyone else catch this? Did you catch that when NECA said, I never thought I'd be sitting in the doctor's office 30 years or 35 years old mm -hmm. and I'm wearing my family so I told you so. Then poolside, uh, dry, dry poolside convention, 
She says, never in my 40 years of life has anyone threatened me with a shrine. How old are we? Nick, are we 35? 40? Are we 60? She's not 35. Come on, we are black people. Yeah, she's not 35. She's not 35. She's not 35. She's, yeah, because Candace is what? Thir- Candace is 38. Is she my age? I think Candace is like 34. Oh, she's 35. younger. What? I thought Candace was my age. I think she's a little younger. Stanley, enough. Lay down. Enough. That was a crazy lie. Did no one else? Does no one else? No, you know, now she that she kinda, said that, I was like, oh, she did. Yeah. She has a slight accent, which is, it's an accent like that I'm used to. It's the sound of when your parents came from somewhere else. So she just pronounces her words a little bit differently, a little bit more closer together. And so she doesn't always enunciate yet. And she kind of talks fast like this. She so, talks fast like this. I don't know. And like, and then, yeah. like, so did anyone ever hear this? Never in my 40 years of life has anyone written me with a shrine. That's so good. That is because she does give that close, like, you're, you didn't tell yeah. me that your mother said this? That your mo- I just thought I would go on, on Twitter and see like, well, people talking about how old she is, but I didn't see that. Okay, so then they start, so she starts with the, how do they get into the accusations again? Just because they're nuts. Oh, I think it was Giselle again, though. Didn't Giselle say, now, the, the witch allegations, that was disturbing. <laughs> that was You disturbing. know what's disturbing, Giselle? <laughs> The look you brought in, the look you came in to the pool. What's disturbing is your foundation has nothing to do with your complexion. Nothing. Like, not even, it doesn't know her, your complexion. They've never met. Just, uh, I mean, Kalechi. Do you remember when she had a makeup line? Do you remember when someone who's never <laughs> matched her foundation to her skin in seven years? We all ain't able. We all ain't able. Back then, she was completely orange, we all, selling makeup. We all ain't able. We're all ain't able. She was, she was selling makeup, looking like a little, looking like a little kid snack. What are those little mandarins that the kids eat? <laughs> a cutie. She was just giving us. She was like, like a cutie. <laughs> it's a cutie. Oh, just okay. But so it was Giselle that brought it up. Um, after Karen hilariously said the, the plane ride, the plane ride was quiet. The plane no, it ride was, it was quiet. quiet. It was quiet. Now, Karen's really trying to do this. I'm bringing everyone together thing, and I love it because it both gives her a chance to um, increase her own sense of her own value and worth, and and also it is keeping the show together. And she's an elder, and she's an elder. That's that should be her job. It's like you have to listen to me. You have to like because you could see like Giselle wanted to say something. She said, "Now, Giselle, I'm enjoying my friendship with you." And Giselle said, uh, I defrosted my pie with you, Giselle. I defrosted my Safeway pie. Uh, it's a Whole Foods pie. So it doesn't, there's no feed. No one put their foot in it, but the apples are ethically sourced. So, oh my gosh. Um, but Giselle had the nerve to say, this. these allegations are serious. The demonic stuff, I don't want to get into it. So I called Jamal. Now, why did you call Jamal? Is it because his was because because he was possessed? Because <laughs> he was slinging his dick. Demonic. <laughs> that man brought you the demonic spirit of uh, a thrown off pH balance. Slinging his D all through this congregation. <laughs> he gave you a demonic UTI. <laughs> what more could you have to ask him? Except tell us what it's like to be possessed by a spirit of adultery and evil. I called Jamal. What? But that's, but that's what I'm saying. Like, okay, so you started off talking about how you can't stand her. 
And yes, there's lots of annoying things, but I, I, I think that this, this little, I call Jamal thing points to a, there's a huge disconnect between the way she sees herself and, and the way she is and what she presents. And then I'm like, do, I don't know if she sees her, like the self-awareness. I'm like, do you remember the things that you tell us? Because you wrote a book, you wrote like an Elin Harris, you know, novel about how he was sleeping with everybody. I just, I, I didn't read it at all, but I just imagined it was like one of those, like, and then his throbbing member <laughs> and, rose above the sanctuary. In the congregation and just came towards me. <laughs> the congregation, my heaving bosom, as I sat in the pew, like. Just a mess. But it was literally about how he cheated on you. So you are so delusional, like deeply I delusional called, in a way that's. I called Jamal. What, sis? I called Jamal. For what? He knows some things about demons. That's why. Demonic. How did he expel his? He probably told his congregants, I have a demon inside me and I need your help to get oh, it out. Lord. Call out this. Just put your hand right here. Move it up and down like this. Let's about the kids. Um, I think he did get someone pregnant. I feel like that was the word. On, the word on the street is. But now I'm just speculating. Okay, so let's go back to this fight. Like you said, it was it got started by um, Giselle. Giselle saying, yeah, saying, okay, now this, I'm, I have an issue with this. And then, so then Wendy immediately launches in and basically confirms that all of this happened because she says, well, you said, you, well, you weren't on the phone. And then you, the lies weren't okay. adding up. And then her lies kind of weren't adding up. But like, when you say you weren't on the phone, that you're acknowledging the phone call happened. So yeah, this reunion. Either they're leaving things out. This reunion is going to be good because there's going to be a, there's a lot of receipts. If one thing, it's going to be good or one of those things where nothing is resolved. It could be that too. Oh God. Because oh. you know when Andy just gets tired and he doesn't ask questions. Yeah, he's just like I'm tired. Like, like in Roni, he didn't want to press anyone for anything because he wants us to still like all of them. He could have been like Aaron. You donated to Trump three times. She did. Wait, what? Yes, honey. She's a Trumper. Get the fuck out of here. She said she's a single issue voter. It was just for Israel. And she doesn't think he lost the election. Or he, she doesn't think he won the election. But I believe when you look at the records, they, they're they like past the point at which you could know that he was trying to like have a mutiny. Headline for me. That's breaking news for me. Look at me breaking right here on this podcast Aaron we're gonna and next week we have her on the show um <laughs> <laughs> next week we have cackling hags. cackling hags um and they're gonna discuss about their politics Ooh. no no you didn't know no. just so. you didn't really make Tribeca happen you didn't really make Tribeca happen Trump did <laughs> Wendy is lying. She says, well, she's not even lying. Well, she just admits everything by saying, no, you weren't on the phone. And I'm like, okay, that's weird. So you're admitting all of this. And then she says, no, you're, she finally says, your, your cousin-in-law, your cousin-in-law, who's, is that Slayday? Yes. Your cousin-in-law and her, what's her sister's name? Something else ridiculous, like Darla. Yes. What is her sister's name? I don't remember. Let's call her Wendy Jr. So I think she's her older sister. But um, she said, okay, Lede, no, Lede was a friend, was friends with my sister. 
and then they had a falling out. And NECA takes that as this huge victory lap somehow. It's and it's giving desperate. It's giving like it's giving desperate. It's giving. You said you didn't know me. It's like, well, I don't. I still don't know you. That's another thing people have pointed out. The word no, no, no. You guys are acquaintances. Like, and you don't know each other well. You're hitting it really hard for just showing up two episodes ago. But actually, I'm going to take that back. I don't think no means no biblically. You both know each other. You know each other. You just are- You know each other. You're trying to get a storyline. So here's, here's Wendy's mother on social media. And Wendy gets out the phone and reads this text as if it helps her. It says- this was Tamia, who she just made up with. So she has to read all these horrible stuff to you again. Well, well, well. Ugly inside and out crater face Mia. A bombastic, ignorant, nonsensical, baseless, want to be CEO troublemaker. To hell with Mia and Peter. Oh, yes. Oh, I say holy ghost fire on Mia and Peter and thunderstorm. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that was you need to do that as a monologue that was riveting Rivet i'm gonna do that at my next audition please and just say this is a monologue from um r-h-o-p <laughs> um, one day i'll tell you about the time i made up a monologue on the spot um for an equity <laughs> principal audition and they were like what play is that from and i said I just like combine like my grandmother's name. It's Eleanor Harrison's. Uh, and they were like, wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. Riveting. Riveting. So yeah, the fight gets really heated. NECA starts clapping. You know, that was crazy to me, the clapping. Yeah. When Wendy says it was about in-laws. It was Lebe and my sister. They were friends for two years. They got cut off. Neka starts clapping and says, nice try, nice try. It was not a fight between friends. Ivy told people that Wendy was mad. I was using her name and telling people, but that is exactly what happened. That's what happened. And Neka's going to fight on this show. She's going to fist fight. We have already seen her hot and her was husband. Was that getting... fighting with that friend of? Was that Neka and that friend of fighting? I think so. I, I think she's going to get in the fight. She's gonna, It's going to get ugly this season. It's going to get, it's going to, I feel like we're going to have a, um, pillow fight Alana situation with Potomac this year. Ooh. Which, like I said earlier, they are trying to make a storyline based on just these two and make that they are trying to get the end. They're trying to be next to Andy. Wendy's trying to get next to Andy and NECA's trying to be next to Andy. Here's the thing. I don't think Wendy's trying. I just, I feel like it's coming about like like I said, a very Teresa Joe Judice way. True. Like you, uh, someone knows me, and they're trying to get on the show, and that makes me mad. True. And at all, everything starts falling apart. Am I bad? Am I mad? Am I bad though? Now we're how many years Housewives has been on the air? People are not trying to get people on there to help them, girl. Get on the show. I know how they. I can call this producer, and we can get you on here. Oh yeah, that's a given. I mean, people campaign at this point. It's been and it's an institution now. So people are gonna try to get on. But the question is, if you know me, tangentially, whatever, social circles, friends with my friends, how much are you gonna show your ass? So 
it's it's all a mess but i think the social media part is absolutely hilarious just but oh giselle said did you remember when giselle said um well wendy's mother on social media she did put you on an altar mia and started that madness what's a social media altar that was and also that was she said it's the holy ghost is not is i'm sorry that's part that's the what the father the son the what You're going to, you're going to tell this woman she's being a witch when she like, it sounds like you need to work out exactly how pagan Christianity is and all those connections. Yes. Before you start, before you. Yeah. Because the whole Bible is full of um, people being stricken down by things like that. All right. My God's more powerful. I'm the chosen one. And so this woman's talking about Holy Ghost fire and you're going to say she put you on an altar. Now, do I think she's a witch? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely I do. But you still going? But you're not. But you're not going to act like she said anything that wasn't Christian. Nuts! It's nuts! It's nuts! It's, it's nuts! It's nuts! Let's wrap up. Let's say like this has been such a great conversation. We've covered so much, and, and there's and covered too much. So many franchises in in an episode. I know we had like a whole franchise catch up, but there's only going to be more to come. I know we're going to get more text messages, more, and we're going to talk more. Everything. We're going to talk more on other people because I can't wait. I yes, we're going to talk about um Beverly Hills. Uh, we're going to drop a little Beverly Hills for you on that will come out on thursday denise denise richards honey denise what's happening denise, denise. We, neither of us but neither of us do drugs right so we can't no really, i used like, to I, mean, I used to smoke weed a lot but that was you know that is not what i'm talking no, about she looks like she's, <laughs> you know what it is it's drinking with pills that's what that looks like it's, it's okay. giving very barbiturates and let me okay. on that note I, <laughs> put the kids to bed before we get sued Oh my gosh, Clayton, thank you. I love you. I can't wait to do this. I love you. Thank you so much. And I'm so excited to talk Beverly Hills. I cannot wait. Icons. I love it. I can't wait. Dinner parties, they're they're the best. And it's always Kyle's. It's always Kyle's. Oh my gosh. Love you. Love you too. Bye. Bye.